I wish she was here with me now. Locking gazes over a hot mug of coffee, smiling at me ever so slightly so I wonder what exactly is on her mind. I doubt I'll ever know exactly what she's thinking, even if she tries to tell me. Her brain whirs in a way I'd never anticipated before. She's lovely, the woman of my dreams. Her smile makes me feel lighter inside. Her eyes on me make me feel like I am a god amongst men. Her voice and laughter make me feel like a brilliant gem that was lost for an age in the high seas but suddenly found again. I love her. She loves me. It is the most beautiful thing in all of creation. She's not here yet, but I wish for her every day. I scan the crowds and hope my eyes find her face. Is it light? Is it dark? Is she dark and mysterious or perhaps a blonde full of mirth? Who is she? Where can I find her? Where will she be? I go to work soon and I hope every day to see her. Every single day, this hope pervades my very being. It is complete. I do nothing but hope. Every moment, I slice and dice whatever is on the menu at work, daydreaming of her being in my arms once I go home for the night. Sometimes, I do see a woman that makes my heart feel light as a feather. Her face is so beautiful, I don't know where to begin. She's almost never smiling, or if she is, I never see it myself. She looks serious, and, therefore, mysterious, and I want to stare at her for an age. I want to drink her in with my eyes. I want to paint her, immortalize her somehow. Capture the perfect moment in which she is part of my vision. I've never met her. I've seen her hundreds of times, honestly. My brain has recorded short snippets of her that replay continuously throughout the day every day. Could she be the one? Is this the sign I've been waiting for? I thought for sure she'd have brought someone in with her by now, taken. There is no ring on her finger, no smile on her face, and she always pushes around the tiniest cart there is with hardly anything in it. Though, to be fair, by the time she passes my workstation, the only thing she'd have seen already is the produce. She'd have to be a vegan goddess to fill that tiny cart with produce. Although, perhaps she is, and I shouldn't be so judgmental. Every time I turn around, there she is. I know my heart is calling for a lover, same as my brain, really. But how could it be that such a beautiful woman answers the call? It'd be a match made in heaven. She is heavenly, no matter what she wears or what she's doing. My eyes gravitate to her nearly every single day, as if I somehow know she's there every time. I hardly ever watch for her, though some days I can't help it because I'm just not as invested in the job as I'd prefer to be. Some days, I definitely keep watch, pining away for someone. And then, against all odds, she shows up. Sometimes, our eyes meet. They meet for many seconds at a time, actually. Her face remains largely expressionless every time. There is no glimmer or spark of joy. She just is. She walks toward me ever so slowly most of the time when we're making direct eye contact. She never looks away until she's prepared to turn and continue her journey through the marketplace. I always wonder if she's trying to tell me something with those soulful eyes. Is she the one the universe TM has sent for me? Could it really be that she is the one my yearning heart has called for? In one moment, I hope fervently it's true and in the next, I am afraid. I'm scared of failure. What if she's just someone who makes eye contact on the regular? What if it's meaningless to her? I ascribe it meaning, but I have no idea if she does, herself. I find myself yearning to kiss her and I can't even convince myself that she's single. Pay no mind to the fact that there is no ring, and any man stupid enough not to put a ring on her finger doesn't deserve her anyway, in my estimation, pay no mind to the fact that I've never seen her with another human being at all save the person I assume is her mother. A woman who is bent over at a 45-degree angle with long, silvery hair. A woman who has clearly seen some shit in her lifetime, that's for sure. I've only seen her a couple times, though. 
it's almost as if she's not well enough to come along shopping with her daughter. I've created a complex narrative involving her taking care of her aging mother, doing all the chores and shopping. I don't think she works, for if she did, she'd have a real schedule and, quite possibly, no mother at all in her vicinity. She's an angel, doing everything it takes to keep her mother moving and well, if possible. That part seems rather far-fetched, what kind of beautiful woman wastes her life away taking care of her mother, and maybe even her father, though I've never seen an old man, let alone a young man, anywhere near her. In fact, she actively avoids contact with human beings, from what I've seen. I contact with me 50 feet away? No problem. Walking past me out in the lobby while I put things on a shelf? Nope, not happening. She diverts and goes around as if to say, I see you doing your job and I respect that, so I will go out of my way now to give you space to do it. Obviously, it's just wishful thinking on my part. Why on earth would someone that beautiful go around a layman? Why would she have respect for anything more than the color of her fingernails and a pretty boy on her arm? Still, the fact that I've actually seen her with an elderly woman attests to there being more than just a skin-deep vanity. In fact, I'd call her resting face thoughtful. Thoughtful. Wishful thinking alert, have you ever met someone so beautiful you could have a nosebleed who is also thoughtful? I have yet to do such a thing. But, then again, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, so maybe my bias makes me see something nobody else sees? The one thing I see that nobody else sees is men following her, watching her as she shops. The one thing I see that nobody else sees includes my co-workers going into a frenzy of activity once she comes around, like they are invigorated by her mere existence. Everyone picks up their step somehow. I don't even understand it because not every single one of them actually sees her, it'd be impossible. We're all too busy to look. However, when I notice this happen, that's when I look around for her. That's why I think she's an angel. If it weren't for the other shoppers following her surreptitiously and sneaking glances, I would think she wasn't real at all. I would think she was a complete figment of my imagination even though I've absolutely walked past her multiple times now. She walks very slowly, too, might I add. I know because I ended up going on a break while she was walking past and I overtook her in mere moments. In retrospect, I could have walked slower, but I wanted to check my phone to see if a bid I put in on eBay won or not, so I was a little motivated, as it were. I've even seen her while coming back from a break. Every time, I think, this is the time. I'm going to say something. Anything. And then we pass like two ships in the night, nothing exchanged between us except perhaps a stare. I struggle to try to remember what her voice sounds like, but I don't recall. She wore this choker to the store once or twice and I happened to walk by her and told her it was nice. She said, thank you. Not one air of pomp or prissiness to it at all, either. It was just as matter of fact as my compliment was. I regret not tailing her home one night. I mean, yeah, it's creepy to even admit it, but I had the chance to at least learn which side of town she lived on, but she turned down this road I never take and I wasn't even sure it'd take me home afterward and I'd feel real awkward if she lived in a cul-de-sac over that way or something. Now? Now I wish I knew where she lived just so I could daydream visiting, which I suppose is just as creepy as imagining following her. Right. Brain. We must behave ourselves. No more flights of fancy regarding that. Instead, we'll have to imagine inviting her over to our place. I wonder if she can handle us or not. It's really a pain, wooing a woman long enough to find out they hate little dogs. My poor little Benji. He didn't do anything wrong. Why do girls hate little dogs? I hope she doesn't hate little dogs. Then again, I hope she doesn't hate my rat face, either. I keep imagining her telling me rats are cute, too, but we know that's a pipe dream. Still, Benji looks at me so miserably these days, ever since Kate walked out on us. 
Maybe I should try new parks for walking and we could just run into her. If she is really being pulled to me by the universe itself, surely she will come while we are taking a walk, perhaps on my day off so that we could maybe do something else if she's receptive to talking. Coffee, probably. Or that'd be my hope. Thankfully, this city lets dogs go pretty much everywhere, so it wouldn't matter if it was anything else, either. I wonder how on earth can I transition from stranger to lover with such a lovely lass. How does one tell a woman of momentous beauty that he is in love with her for no reason other than her face exists? I'm pretty sure I'm in love, anyway. I know I've got it really bad lately, wishing she was in my arms every time I wake up. Wishing I could roll over, bury my face in an angel, and inhale whatever angel scent there is to inhale. Even if it's body odor, I don't give a shit, I need this woman next to me, even if she has the most awful morning breath I've ever smelled in my entire life. She doesn't have halitosis bad enough to smell it while exchanging my compliment and her thank you, so I imagine it's probably not a thing with her. It'd be over the top if she smelled like vanilla, honestly, but I haven't noted her smelling like anything at all. And after seeing her pair red plaid and a lavender shirt together yesterday, I'm not exactly sure she gives a shit about her presentation at all. Her hair was beyond perfect to frame her beautiful face, though. When I first noticed her, she had a completely different hairstyle, honestly. And a completely different hair color. It was black, but now? Now it's some sort of blonde. It was mauve before that, and I've no idea what magic she used to achieve it but I liked it just the same. I wonder if she'll have another hair color in the future? Sometimes I see a hint of royal purple in there and I wonder what's going on. I know she loves royal purple, enough to buy a high school sweatshirt even though I'm pretty sure if that was her mother, she's far too old to be wearing it. Still, it's hard to say how old she actually is. She has this timelessness and she never wears makeup, except the day she had on that choker. She was definitely vibing biker chick that day with her black leather jacket and red lipstick. In fact, I'm almost not certain it's the same woman when I analyze too deeply, but if she is, she's gorgeous no matter what she does, anyway, since she doesn't wear makeup and she is hardly a wrinkle that I've noticed, anyway, it's impossible to target a number for her age. But, if that was. Oh shit, what if that was her grandmother instead of her mother? Wait, no. Wait, brain. I heard her call her mom. It's her mother. Settle down. It seems more likely they both are nearly ageless. What age would one be if bent over forward like that, shuffling super slowly, and having waist-length black hair peppered with gray? Additionally, what is this woman's natural hair color? I've seen black and blonde and other colors, sort of, and I'm confused, to say the least. She never even has roots that I can tell, although I admit I look at her face more than her hair. Maybe I just miss them. I'll have to try to figure that out, it can be my new game. Lately, our eyes haven't met. I feel a bit of a loss over this fact. I want to. I want to look into her eyes, eyes I cannot tell the color of, and watch her stare back. She does stare, too. She doesn't just look, it's absolutely staring, and I haven't seen her really staring at anyone else, either. Not to mention the beard TM insisted she was stood still in the middle of the aisle, staring back at me. Nobody else was back there at that moment, so he said it had to be me. I'm not positive about that because the looker TM just went through there, but it gives me a blossom of hope. Hope is good. Until it's dashed into a million pieces, anyway. If I was her, I wouldn't look at the looker TM. He says the most awful things in the back just out of earshot of most people. He grumbles occasionally, but moreover, he slags women left and right, like they are put on this planet just to serve him hand and foot. I'm starting to fear that his bullshit is making me more misogynistic than I've ever been in my life. And I've only been exposed to it for about three weeks to boot, so it's pretty nefarious. Terrible, in a word. 
I wish I could warn her that he'd be a bad choice. Then again, when people are in love, they are blind. They don't like being told what they don't know. They don't like being rational. I don't think I've ever met a rational woman, but I hope I'm wrong about that. Still, the beard TM couldn't really say one way or another what she was looking at except my direction. That is, until he jostled her out of her reverie and she started moving again. He said she'd caught sight of him moving out of the corner of her eye and then started walking away. Was she waiting for me to look up? How did I miss it? I guess she was here while everyone was still full of pep, so it was no different than usual when she walked by me. I wish I'd known. I could have at least seen for myself if it was a gaze directed at me or the looker TM. Then again, she has this immutable serenity and thoughtfulness about her at all times. It's possible that she knows all about the looker TM and she is one of his victims already. If she stopped to stare at him, it might be because she wants to exact revenge or justice or something. I wonder if her. What is the word? She has this grave seriousness about her that never goes anywhere. Except, of course, the day I'm fooling around with a co-worker and smiling like a loon and catch her smiling back at me for a split second, trying to look away even though I've already seen her. I swear I saw a little bit of a blush that day, but I could be talking myself into it. I'd do anything to get an instant replay that wasn't just my brain. In slow motion, of course, because it was literally a fraction of a second long. I'd give anything just to get her number, if I'm going to be completely honest. My brain spirals out of control, imagining her in my arms as I dip her backwards for an over-the-top romantic kiss that devolves into me planting my lips all over her jawline and her throat, as well. I wish I could get control of that impulse, but it's always something new. It's not even all kosher, either, sadly. My brain, it knows the sex. It wants the sex. Especially with that woman. I've woken up many times now, morning would painful and unbearable, her face right in front of me because guess who is literally in my fucking dreams? That's right, this wonder woman that waltzes through the store at a slow pace, taking her time. Though, I haven't always seen her move so slowly, so I've been wondering if she sustained an injury as of late. I happen to know our gates were similar just about a month ago, maybe six weeks, so how is it that she's half that speed now? I hope she's alright, really. I wish I could personally make it better somehow. I know not how, not at all. I've had dreams of rubbing her back for her. I'm not even sure why because they began before I saw her half limping around here and there. Sigh. Maybe I can just sense she's in pain somehow? She's got to be. That would explain the lack of a smile, too, if you ask me. You didn't, and I shouldn't be obsessing over a woman I cannot even say hello to, but that's the whole point. I want to figure out how to say it. Then I want to do it. I practice saying it to myself in the mirror, gazing into my own eyes, wondering what she sees there since she barely pays attention to anyone else, or that's my perspective. I keep hoping to find the truth is otherwise, but she's very focused on her shopping, it seems, she sees grey eyes, is what she sees, I tell myself. And a face barely enjoying life at all. So I've been trying to smile more, practicing so that if I can catch her looking at me, I can smile at her. If she smiles back, then there's something to it, yeah? Or maybe she's just incredibly polite and smiles back at anyone who smiles at her? I seriously wish she just stopped me from stocking the shelves the other day with a pardon me sort of comment so I'd have an excuse to hear her voice again. I remember it being real pretty but nothing more. I don't even know why I yearn to hear it again so badly without having the will to use my own voice to solicit it. I suppose I'm afraid. If I speak to her and it's an illusion, then hope is gone. Hoping for an illusion causes pain, I know that. I've been here before. I'm trying to think of her perspective of this whole situation. She comes to the store nearly every single day, she pushes a tiny car through the deli but never buys anything from the deli, 
and she cuts through the wines after she has plenty of time to gawk at me, it would seem, going away from the deli and surpassing the seafood, though I've seen her walk past the seafood, as well. It lasts maybe 30 seconds at most, her ability to look at me. How many times has she done that? How many minutes has she seen me in totality? I suppose if she's been through the store at least 300 times, that means she spent 150 minutes staring at me. Gulp. That's two and a half hours. My brain is about to explode and I'm going to cry. Is it possible she spent that much time looking at me? What on earth is going through her head when she does that? Is anything in her head at all? What's wrong with her to look at me so much without me actually flirting with her? Either she sees something I don't or she likes me, right? I can't help but remember this time she walked past me and kind of looked over her shoulder, like she was pulled, but she didn't actually look over her shoulder. It was like she couldn't help it happening but at the last minute she didn't look back at me. I always wondered what that was about. I imagined she would tell me something snarky and walk away but. I'm starting to think I'm off base. Two and a half hours. And her walking slowly might not be from an injury, though I have seen her limp occasionally. She favors her right leg over her left all the time. But what if she's walking slowly to get my attention rather than because she needs to? I've seen her limp at a fair pace before. It's really hard to say. This is so puzzling. Bizarre. What is going on? Two and a half hours. And when she had the chance to talk to me, she went around me, though our eyes had met as she diverted herself to go around, too, so it wasn't like she didn't see me. I should just say hello. Fuck it. If the beard TM can go out and schmooze women as if he has unlimited breaks, I can say hello to a single woman who has potentially stared at me for over two hours of our lives. That's significant, no matter how I dice it. How much time does she spend looking at me that I'm unaware of? I swear to all that is holy, that woman knows I'm there. She has too. We make accidental eye contact all the time. What if it's not accidental? How could she know? I could have sworn to you a month ago she knew my schedule. I thought one of the guys was giving her my schedule as a prank, but I didn't catch anyone taking a picture of my schedule to give away and nobody around here is like that. They wouldn't set up such an elaborate prank. It'd be impossible. She'd have to be their girlfriend or something. And when I prayed for it to stop, I stopped seeing her. I prayed and it stopped. I yearn and she appears. What is she? Psychic? Can she hear my thoughts? Can she see my dreams? First of all, if she can, I'm really sorry. I should be more of a gentleman. Maybe I should just talk to her in my brain and see what happens. I imagine I'll daydream responses, but at least it's better than standing around hoping to see her all the time. Hell, maybe I can divine her number out of the ether and give her a call, or a text might be safer. She might screen her calls. Well, there's no time like the present to try. Dear psychic woman. I think I'm in love with you. You give me goosebumps and I'm pretty sure that's a sign of it. I fall all over myself all the time every time I see you, especially when you look into my eyes. I maybe fool myself into thinking you become a little more engaged as we make eye contact. I hope not. I hope it's all really real. I miss you. All the time. It's stupid, I know. If I don't see you, I get a little annoyed at work. Maybe a little sad, too. I've been trying to smile more because I want to see you smile. I thought for sure I was the reason you were smiling that day when I saw you pass through the seafood section as I came out from the back area. I hope I get another opportunity like that. I'd really like to meet you. I have the day off today. I was thinking about taking my mutt by the store for a walk. I know tons of people walk their dogs on the open lawn, back and forth, and I know you park over on that side. I just don't know if you'll stop if you see me. I hope so, but I don't know. It's not exactly near my home, but it'd be worth it to get to know you.
I'm afraid of putting myself out there like that because it means being vulnerable. I don't want my heart broken again. It's been broken at least five times and I care so much about this right now it's terrifying, to say the least. I hope you don't think less of me for admitting that because it's not exactly easy to admit it at all. I don't know how to get from strangers to showering you with love, but I'm sure I can follow your lead. I hope you'll lead. I hope you are exactly who I think you are and you'll just show up some time and squeal over the little dog and, I dunno, pull me into your arms and put a big kiss right on my mouth. Okay, I admit, that's never going to happen cold turkey. But I can hope for it maybe our tenth meeting, right? Right? I think you must hear me, woman. I can feel you nearby. You have this presence I can't explain that puts everything at calm and ease. Especially when I walk close by you. I can actually feel my feet stop aching. In fact, one night after work, I remember daydreaming you were massaging my feet and they just tingled a while and then the pain was gone. If that really was you, I owe you dinner and a movie. Or something that you like, anyway. That was so amazing and I've felt better ever since. I think you are an angel of some sort rather than a human being. Why else would you be interested in me? Why else would you spend so much time looking at me? You could be with anyone you set your heart on. I know that. So why me? I'd really like to know. I'd like to know everything about you, actually. I want to know where you grew up, how many pets you've ever had, what you smell like, what you sound like, what color your eyes are, what kind of experiences you've had and want to have in the future. I want to know your favorite movie, your favorite television show, your favorite book, your favorite characters, your favorite ice cream. I want to know it all. Is it too much to hope you want to know the same of me? Is it too much to daydream about sharing a kiss? Holding hands? Snuggling together and eating popcorn while watching something on the TV? Is it too much to want to break bread with you? Romance you? Take you to the moon and back? Is it too much to want to marry you? If you are here, angel, then everything points to the positive. That you are receptive and willing, that you are open to the idea. I think I'm going to explode with joy, honestly. But that doesn't solve how to meet you. Do you think you would mind meeting me at the store while I take my dog for a bit of a walk in the grass? Is today a good day? I haven't showered yet, but I could hustle if I needed to. Though I have the sense that I can absolutely take my time. I guess if it's meant to be, it'll be. I miss you. I don't even know your name but you're not here and I notice it and it hurts a little bit. I hope you'll meet me a bit later, then. Also, I'm really sorry. I'm seriously aroused and I cannot help it. I certainly hope I can help it once I'm at Wegmans, or this is going to get seriously awkward. Maybe jeans are the way to go to avoid a tent. Gulp. This isn't the way to get a girl, Jason. Stop it. You have to be kind and conscientious. And why does it feel like her hand is on my cheek? Ugh. I'm disgusted with myself, my imagination knows no boundaries, apparently. I absolutely want to be balls deep in that woman and now it's all I can think about and that is not the right way to ask a lady out. The right way is to remember how to be a gentleman and right now I have no idea how to do that whatsoever. I am in no shape to meet her just yet, I'm going to have to get accustomed to the fact that I'm pretty sure she looks at me almost as much as I look at myself in the mirror and has for months. But, just in case she can hear me or is reading my content somehow, please know the tiger is unleashed and it's going to take time to fix that so I can woo you nicely, angel lady. I certainly hope you are here, guiding me, or I'm going to feel really foolish, I must say. Oh god damn it. Now I'm imagining her kissing me. This is stupid. I've got to let go of expectation or I'm going to hurt the lady. I would rather die than hurt such a lovely creature. If she was going to be an asshole, she'd have already done it, of that I'm sure. Like walking between me and the counter I was restocking without a single word or acknowledgement. She would have already shown me she has absolutely zero deference for me. Instead, 
she went around me, a five whole extra steps, just to keep from interrupting my work. I know it's possible I'm ascribing too much meaning to simple interactions. I'm trying to talk myself into just saying hello when I seriously want to leap out of my skin and into bed with her. Well, my clothes, at any rate. Ever since the day she wore a tank top, smiling at me ever so slightly, I cannot get the idea of fucking her out of my head. It's so stupid, but she walked past me with the corners of her lips turned up just a little, her eyes were absolutely boring into mine, and then she turned and away she went. If she had paused. No, wait, I'm being stupid. She started walking slower when that happened and I know it. She walks past the deli, looking for me. I know that, too, because the day I accidentally smiled at her, and she smiled back shyly, I wasn't where she'd expect to find me at all. Ugh. Fuck it all. I'm going to take a shower and a hem. Take care of pressing matters. Angel woman, I need you in my life. Please fall into my arms so that I may shower you with kisses. So many kisses. I will do anything, even if you never want to have sex ever, just to be around you and see you smile. Love. Jason.